This is Freedom Investor Radio, and I'm John Pearl. It hit me like a freight train when I realized there was a better way. When I discovered that I could take my future into my own hands. When I realized I could invest my way to freedom. This is what I'm working towards. In each episode of Freedom Investor Radio, we will explore the tactics and strategies used by the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. We will learn how you can start investing your way to freedom and take control of your life. Thanks so much for tuning in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freedom Investor Radio. I'm your host, John Pearl, and today I'm joined by absolutely nobody. Today is my first ever solo episode. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about something that is extremely important to me and something that I feel not enough people know about. And that is the topic of apartment syndication or syndication in general. So syndication allows folks to become completely passive real estate owners. You get all of the same benefits that you would as if you owned your own single family residence, but you don't have to do any of the work. So what are some of those benefits? Why do people invest in real estate? So they want the cash flow, they want the tax benefits, and of course, they want the appreciation. They want the profits from sale. Real estate generally appreciates over time. It goes up in price. So you are the benefactor at the time that you sell it. Or if you want to do a cash out refinance tax-free, that's another option as well. Well, these benefits are all available to you without having to do any of the work. You can participate in this by way of an apartment syndication or whatever the asset class may be. It can be syndicated. In fact, that's how the majority of large real estate assets in the U.S. are purchased. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about what is an apartment syndication and how do they work. So an apartment syndication is a group of investors who pool their money together in order to purchase an apartment building. And how can it help you achieve your financial goals? Well, as we discussed a moment ago, it can offer you passive monthly income, major tax benefits, ownership of a real asset, and portfolio diversity. So I want to touch on the portfolio diversity part of this really quick. You can diversify via apartment syndications by investing with different sponsors, different markets, and different asset classes. I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about that in just a second. It's an extremely powerful way to diversify your portfolio. So let's talk about how it works and who are the players that are involved. So in a syndication, you've got two parties who are involved on the investor side of it. Now you have your general partners. These are the folks who are putting the deal together. And this is a generally a small group of individuals. And the general partners are going to be responsible for things like acquiring the property, management of the asset after the property has been closed on, uh, raising the capital for the actual purchase of the property. They're going to completely be in control of the business plan and they're going to manage the operations. So those are the general partners. They are also known as the syndicators, the sponsors, 
general partner, GP, any of those terms apply to these people. So the other side of this is the limited partners. Now, these are the folks who are passive investors. They are strictly providing capital in order to purchase the deal. So they invest money, they receive distributions, and they have no involvement whatsoever in the operations. So now that we know who the parties are, let's talk about what actually happens in the syndication in order to acquire the property. So the general partners, as mentioned, are the ones who are going to be doing all the work. So general partners maintain relationships with brokers. They are in contact with them constantly, and they are making an effort to purchase these properties. Now, generally, when an asset is being syndicated, it's going to cost too much for one person to buy. So that's why they're syndicating this deal. So what they do is they will have a group of investors, a network of folks who are interested in investing, and they will put the word out and then they will raise capital in order to purchase this deal. So generally the funds that are raised in a syndication are used for things like the down payment and repairs for the property that are going to be needed in order to increase the value of the property. So some other parties who are involved are going to be the commercial agent who is involved in the transaction, finding the property, property management team. Generally, you're going to want to have a full-time on-site property management. That is something that is extremely powerful in these larger assets. These assets generate enough income that they can pay for on-site property management. So what the general partners are doing is just managing the property managers. They're not actually on the scene themselves managing all the tenants, but they are managing the property managers. Another third party involved is attorneys. So there's generally going to be two types of attorneys who are involved in apartment syndications. And that's an SEC attorney for Securities and Exchange Commission and a real estate attorney to help with the closing of the deal. There's a lot of contracts involved, a lot of regulations to navigate. So we want to make sure we're doing all of this stuff legally. And that's why we get the attorneys involved. So let's talk about who can invest in apartment syndications. So you have two separate types of investors who are legally allowed to invest. That's accredited investors and sophisticated investors. So let's talk about accredited investors first. Accredited investors are folks who make a minimum of $200,000 a year for the past two years and have the likelihood of achieving that same amount of income in the year to come. Now, if you're married, if you have a spouse, it can be a combined income of $300,000 a year. Now, another way to be an accredited investor is if you have a net worth greater than $1 million, not including your primary residence. So a story I've heard is a while back, mainly folks in California, their homes were going up in value so much that they were being considered accredited investors just because they have all this equity in their homes, even though they don't really have the funds available to safely invest in opportunities like this. So let's talk about sophisticated investors. So the sophisticated investors are folks that do not classify as an accredited investor, but they do have the knowledge and experience in finance or business 
and therefore they can evaluate the risks involved in purchasing securities. Now, these were set up by the Securities and Exchange Commission in order to try to protect investors. They don't want folks who don't know what they're getting themselves into investing in opportunities like this. And they don't want it to be folks who can't handle the burden of these investments financially. Okay, so let's talk about the types of apartments that you may want to invest in, or really that there are out there. We'll start with Class A. So Class A is the luxury, new build, lots of amenities. It's like you're at a resort. So these are generally lower risk and lower reward. Then you have your Class B. This is the white collar housing, You know, maybe 10 to 20 years old, but still in really good condition, undergone a number of upgrades, still a really nice place to live. Class C is generally your bluer collar housing, workforce housing. You're going to need to perform some upgrades on these types of properties. The B and C properties are generally considered where value add plays are. And then your class D, that's kind of your rundown, bad areas of town. Some people like to consider them like a war zone. And it's been extremely neglected, lots of work required, heavy lift, Lots of upside if you have the right team in place that has experience dealing with these types of assets. But something like this is generally going to take a while before it would start cash flowing versus something like a class A where it's going to be cash flowing right away. And then you got your uh, your class B, C where it's probably going to take a little bit of work to where you're going to really start seeing the cash flow. But yeah, the higher, the better it is, the less work it takes generally means less of a return you're going to get. So let's talk about the multifamily investing strategy. Generally, we're looking for value-add opportunities, opportunities where we can increase the income and decrease the expenses. See, commercial real estate, which anything five units or more in the residential space is considered commercial real estate. And commercial real estate is valued based on how much income it generates. So we as apartment owners are doing our best to decrease the expenses and increase the income. This overall bumps up the net operating income, which then in turn bumps up the overall value of the property. So some of the ways that we can increase income are uh, conducting renovations and capital improvements increasing the interiors and exteriors of these units, then you can bump the rents up. Additional revenue streams such as storage, parking, laundry, pet fees, those are all ways to increase the revenue. Ways we can decrease the expenses are hiring professional property management, tenant billback. There's something called a RUBS, a ratio utility billing system. This is where we can charge the tenants for the utilities, which not all properties are doing that. And then, of course, tenant screening. Getting good tenants in is going to significantly lower your expenses. And for obvious reasons, but to name a few, if you have a higher quality tenant in place, then they're more likely to pay their rent. They're less likely to damage the interiors and generally going to create a better community environment. So an example of putting this all into play is say there's three apartment complexes 
on a street and two of them have been renovated within the past two years and they're able to achieve a certain level of rent versus the other property that has not been renovated in the past since you know 15 years ago and their rents are about $300 lower on average per unit. So generally, you're going to want to perform a study on these other two properties, see what these properties are able to achieve in rent, and then you want to get the property that you're focused on, the older property or the property that has not been upgraded as recently, you're going to want to perform renovations that would be able to bring your rents up to the same level as those other properties or better. So that's kind of the business plan in a nutshell. So some other reasons that investing in apartments makes sense is that you can leverage, you can use leverage to your advantage, leveraging money, leveraging knowledge and leveraging time. So let's talk about leveraging money. So the government wants us to invest in housing. So therefore, the money that we can get, the debt options are very favorable to real estate investors, specifically real estate investors that are purchasing large assets. They want to provide large loans for people. When they lend out large loans, large sums of money, they make more money no more difficult for them to write a loan for $30 million than it is for them to write a loan for $500,000. So they want us and they incentivize us to purchase these types of properties by giving us favorable rates and terms. So let's talk about leveraging knowledge now. So you're able to, as a passive investor specifically, you're able to partner up with a full-time investor who is a professional investor and does this full-time and has a strong track record, has all the contacts, has the team in place, you're able to partner up with them and participate in their purchase. And then you get to achieve all of the benefits of owning real estate without having to do any of the work. Time is another thing that you're able to leverage, similar to what we were just talking about. If you're a busy professional you're making good money, you love your job, you would never want to own an apartment complex or a single family residence for that matter. You are able to do that through passively investing in a syndication. Now, one of the main reasons people are interested in investing in syndications, one of the main reason why the top 1%, America's wealthiest individuals invest in commercial real estate is for the tax benefits. So one of the main benefits is bonus depreciation. Now that is some of the policies are changing on that and it's going to slowly start phasing out. But currently, if done properly, investors are able to write off their entire investment into the syndication in year one of ownership. Now that's a very powerful concept as there are some idiosyncrasies that are involved here, but if done properly, it is possible. And it's, it's possible through what is called a cost segregation. And that allows investors to front load the depreciation deductions into the first years of ownership that combined with bonus depreciation. It's a very powerful, powerful concept. Of course, it is possible to do a 1031 exchange. That is where investors are able to 
they're able to sell an asset and then roll the profits from that asset into a new asset without having to pay taxes on that. Now, just a non-syndication example of that to help you understand what it is, if you're not familiar, is say you've purchased a single family investment property. Then through the 1031 exchange, you're able to sell that property, use the gains from that property and purchase, say, a fourplex. Say a couple of years goes by, value's gone up, then you're able to sell it and say buy an eightplex. And every couple of years, you're able to keep doing that. Well, you are able to do that in a syndication as well. You'll need to talk to your real estate attorney about the specifics of that though. So let's talk about how investors make money in a syndication. The most appealing way for most people to make money in syndications is passive cash flow, cash flow distributions. So limited partners receive regular distributions, most often monthly or quarterly, from the passive cash flow generated by the collection of rents. Other way you make money is the profit of sale, the profit at sale and return of capital at a refinance. So all investors share in the profit from selling the property at the end of the investment period. Capital is also returned to investors at the time of sale when refinancing midway through the investment. A lot of opportunities, passive opportunities, syndications offer what's called a preferred return. And this is an extremely powerful way to keep the incentives aligned amongst the general partners and the limited partners. Now, what a preferred return is, is when the limited partners, the passive investors, get a specific percentage of return prior to the general partners getting their returns. So this incentivizes the general partners to work hard and do the right thing in the investment because they are legally bound to pay their investors first. So an example of this is like an 8% preferred return. So the LPs, the limited partners would get 8% return before the general partners get anything. And then even then there can be a profit split of 70-30. The general partners will get 30% of the profits after the 8% preferred return or PREF is met. And the limited partners would get 70% of that. It's pretty powerful stuff. And it's a great way to keep incentives aligned. So in closing, I want to make one final point about the magic of compounding. Now, this is not unique to syndication, but I want to talk about how you as a passive investor in a syndication can use the magic of compounding over the course of 15 to 20 years. And it's exactly what I've started doing. So I'm still a W-2 employee. Now, the purpose of this show, Freedom Investor Radio, is to kind of share my journey of working my way out of the W-2 world and share the process, interviewing other folks who have done the same. But a couple of years ago, I made the decision that I was going to use real estate as my retirement plan versus the traditional 401k route. And I'll share with you what that plan is. So I was maxing out my retirement plan for five years or so, 20%, putting everything I could into it, putting stuff into other Roth IRAs in addition to my 401k. And it wasn't a bad move. It was a good time in the market and it worked out well, but I didn't like not having control of it. So instead of 
maxing those out now. I just put 3% in because I have a company match and now I invest into syndications. And I have a diagram here in front of me and I'm happy to share that with anybody who would like to take a look at it, but it shows how an initial investment of $100,000 can turn into $1.5 million just by passively investing in syndications. You see with syndications, generally they are going to double in value over the course of the hold period. That's the goal for every syndication. It doesn't always happen, but it does happen quite regularly. So generally the returns in a syndication, you're going to double your money in five years. You're going to receive somewhere in the ballpark of six to 8% cash flow. So to keep the numbers simple, you would, if you did a hundred thousand dollar investment in a syndication, that would mean you're getting eight thousand dollars in cash flow every year. You know, the total return 2x, you're gonna double your money on that. And so, given those facts, if you invested a hundred K into a syndication year one and it's a three to five year hold period, we'll just say five years, and you save up all of the cash flow from the distributions over the course of that hold period a 2x equity multiple, meaning it's going to double in value over the course of that whole period. That means you're getting $200,000 back at the end of the whole period because you initially invested $100,000 and then you're going to get your $100,000 in profit on top of that. Now, we're not taking the taxes into consideration here. As mentioned previously, there are ways to avoid the taxes, but that means you're doubling your money in those five years. So let's say you reinvest all of those profits and your initial investment. You can invest it in one property or you could spread it out. So that means you now have $200,000 invested in syndications passively, not doing any of the work. Another five years goes by. So now you're getting $400,000 back and you just keep doing that. You just keep compounding and reinvesting, assuming you don't need the money this is one circumstance I'm talking about where you're reinvesting all of your profits. And that's my philosophy at this point in my life. I don't need the cash flow right now. So I am just continuously reinvesting those profits. So another five years. So let's say you reinvested that 400K and you could spread it all out and diversify. What I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, you could invest it into eight separate syndications with eight separate sponsors and eight separate markets, 50K in each. Or you could do it, you know, four separate syndications or two, whatever you're comfortable with, depending on your level of comfort with sponsors. But you can diversify with different sponsors and you can diversify with different markets. So you can re keep reinvesting. And at the end of that fourth investment, that money is going to turn into, that's going to be a $1.5 million from that initial 100K investments. Now we're making a lot of assumptions here, but I'm just wanting to show you the power of passively investing. You can do this all by just passively investing into a syndication. So that's all I've got for now, folks. If you've made it this far, I do appreciate you checking it out. I want to thank you for listening. If you are interested in learning more about what I just talked about, I do have a free guide about apartment syndications and how it can work for you. So if you're interested in picking that up, I have a website for it. Just go to www.passive.com 
CREprofits.com. That's passive CRE as in commercial real estate, profits.com. And that'll be linked in the show notes. So if you got any question, as always, feel free to reach out. I am on LinkedIn and Instagram, John Pearl on LinkedIn, john.t.pearl on Instagram. All right, folks, hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Freedom Investor Radio. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Thanks again for listening.